Hello everybody, FPL teacher here, slightly smart from Nottingham Forest 1, Liverpool 0. We look at what Forest's 4-3-3 continue to exhibit on the pitch, while also looking at yet another new Liverpool setup to see how different it was from the fabulous 4-4-2 they displayed over the weekend as well as any FPL implications. Nottingham Forest 4-3-3, this time with the subtle change here in the front three where instead of fielding Brendan Johnson and Emmanuel Dennis, Taiwo Awoniyi started alongside the hard-running Jesse Lingard. Thank goodness Jesse Lingard did the hard-running because by holding width, it allowed Awoniyi from their defensive 4-5-1 position to burst into the channels, really serving as an outlet for late runners. Awoniyi start as early as the 19th minute, setting up other midfield runners such as Lingard, such as Chikuyate, and really this pattern continued and it didn't matter whether it happened on the left or the right half side, the pattern was consistent. Morgan Gibbs-White would have the ball, release Awoniyi in the 19th minute, in the 31st minute, later on even in the 69th minute when Brennan Johnson came on, could have been in the right, could have been in the left, but either way, his intelligence for once as a playmaker could find the likes of Kuyate in the 19th, Lingard in the 31st and later on Brennan Johnson as mentioned earlier in the 69th. Now, this goes without showing that obviously Forest have a fantastic counter-attacking strategy but we are more concerned with their stars at home because we in game weeks twenty in game weeks fifteen and sixteen they play at home to Brentford and Crystal Palace. So this requires more zonal matchups and we will reevaluate after the Arsenal game. But really at this stage, Awoni is has certainly earned his spot in the starting lineup as a counter-attacking option, more crucially as a playmaker so that the Goal scoring burden doesn't have to only rely on Morgan Gibbs White. Now, of course, Morgan Gibbs White continued to thrive on set pieces a couple of times, but really, it is Awoni's acceleration from a standstill to a full sprint that really allowed that change of space to have that extra half a second in order to play other players in. Okay, now a word on Forest defense because that really is what we are more concerned with. Arsenal come up next, and last time out, we noticed that Serge Aurier was the weak link at right back. This time round, Fabio Carvalho came up against him, but there was no width really punishing Serge Aurier until the second half. So really the golden man to have is still Gabriel Martinelli. A quick caveat before we begin this Liverpool episode, with Darwin Nunes injured, Liverpool began with a 4-3-3-4-5-1 shape instead of a 4-4-2. So with Darwin Nunes expected to be back for the weekend, really this might be a one-off tactic, but we can foresee certain players who potentially have played themselves into the first 11. Okay, let's go. Liverpool's 4-3-3 employed Firmino, Salah and Fabio Carvalho as their front three. So the question really came down, comes down to how they would break down a deep 4-3 forest block. Now, last time out, we talked about Serge Aurier as the weak link, and this time around, Liverpool didn't have a left flank to target, really, because Carvalho is still nominally on the left side, playing as an attacking midfielder. Curiously enough, there was a lot of half space 
afforded to Liverpool between centre-back and full-back, and this came down full credit to the hard-working runs of Roberto Firmino. Firmino made sure that the full-backs stayed wide, and it just came down to who and when these huge half-spaces were taken advantage of. The narrative here really comes down to Salah, yes or no. And in the opening period, Salah did get a couple of decent chances, albeit half chances through traffic. Curtis Jones was the one that burst central to left in order to set Salah up in the 20th minute. While in the 30th minute, it was Harvey Elliott that went down the right side, fed Salah in the centre for his shot as well. The unfortunate thing is that the central midfielders of Forest were actually adaptive enough to recognise that these young players were the ones doing the damage. So with three central midfielders, they basically pushed up, man-marked these guys and Liverpool were a little bit stuck between the 30th minute and the second half itself. So once again, it still comes down to those two right-sided midfielders, but really it was Harvey Elliott that was a lot more consistent. Besides the aforementioned chance for Salah, he also linked up with James Milner at right-back extremely well. Elliott was the star of the show, setting up Carvalho in the 20th minute, Salah in the 30th minute as mentioned earlier, as well as even in the second half, in the 57th minute, he had shots himself, same thing, running down that right half-space channel that Milner set him up for, having a shot himself. Now, for FPL purposes, it's difficult to tell whether Liverpool revert back to a 4-4-2 formation that relies on crosses, but really as it stands, the introduction of TAA was a lot more interesting because it didn't force Liverpool to turn into a crossing machine from the right side. Crucially here was that the left side actually became activated with Robertson as well as left half space Cavalio and his replacement Jordan Henderson all working well down the left to create for the right something we've not seen in a very very long while. So once again, this goes full credit to Curtis Jones who became a completely different midfielder in the second half, setting up Robertson eventually crossing for TAA for one of TAA and Salah's best shots in the second half itself. Okay, moving forward for FPL purposes, Salah, yes or no? It's a little bit difficult, but right now Salah is almost not captain-worthy because of the lack of supporting cast in the final third to open up space for him. Right now, it's only Firmino that's doing the hard work, so Salah has to beat two to three players before shooting himself. As for everyone else, are there any differentials? Well, there isn't a consistent threat from Liverpool, but whoever you buy will almost certainly have at least one to two shots on target. And you can assume that for the rest of the games leading up to game week 16. What do we learn from an underdog upset victory? Really here, Forrest have earned their stripes at home, testament to the league's home form. While Liverpool themselves continue to attempt to engineer solutions, really having a decent chance but relying a lot on their academy products and their loanies from a season to come through for them. So, 
question really comes down to whether you trust Liverpool's squad players to deliver the goods because they suffered a similar problem in 1819 when they had a huge list of injuries but they never came back. This is that Teacher speaking, coming up with the rest of Saturday's reviews up next.